Welcome to the Patriot Podcast, a production of Covenant Academy in Cypress, Texas. Our hope is that this podcast connects you to the heart of our community, culture, and those who are helping shape the hearts and minds of students. Thanks for listening, and we hope you enjoy today's episode. Hello and welcome to the Patriot Podcast. I'm Michael Gaines and glad you are joining us today uh, as we jump into another episode of this podcast. I know it's been a while since we produced an episode and uh, and certainly uh, I think many things have kind of come off, off cycle uh, over the last year, but fortunately uh, we're back with some uh, a great conversation that we have today uh, talking about uh, the Covenant Academy uh, Boys Basketball State Championship and conversation around that. So I uh, have two guests with me today, uh, Mr. Robbie C. and Mr. Titus Simonowski. So Robbie, Titus, thank you for being here. Yeah, thank you. Thanks for having us. All right. So uh, some may recognize your voices, some may not. So for uh, those that are new to those names, uh, just want to give you a second to introduce yourself uh, and how you're uh, associated here uh, with Covenant. So, Robbie, we can start with you. Well, the head coach should go first. I mean, that's, oh, that's just man. deference that's, right there. That right? is kind. They probably but, know Robbie's voice, though. His yeah, has been on no. the airwaves a little no, bit more no, than that's mine great. has. That's know? great. All right, sure. Well, Robbie, that is kind. <laughs> Wasn't that, so, that's so, the right thing? Yeah, right I, thing. yeah I, I have no problem with that. So, sure. So, Titus, uh, you, you, you're up. Sure. Uh, Titus Simonowski, uh, as you said, I have been teaching at Covenant. This is my 10th year. I teach high school literature. And I teach a math class as well. And then I am the head coach of the high school boys basketball team. And this is this is my third third year as head coach. Great. All right. And uh, and and the the ever so uh, kind uh, Robbie, who who's willing to go second. Like, uh, like there's a pecking yeah. order yeah. here, you know. Well, I mean, you coaches, know, we you gotta, know, yeah. Yeah, well, well, not here in podcast land. All right, so fine. Okay. All right, okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, Robbie C. and uh, Liz and I have five kids, and four of them have Covenant ties. Three of them are here at Covenant. One was at Covenant uh, last year and graduated. So really, I'm a, I'm a dad of a bunch of Covenant uh, students, and we love this school. We love this community, and I get to coach basketball. So I coached middle school basketball for the last several years. And then uh, just had the joy of uh, helping Titus uh, in whatever way he uh, wanted. And I picked a good year yeah. to sit next yeah. to him. Yeah, man. Well, <laughs> yeah, we, I wish I had your shoes because it looked like I'm, I'm sure it was a, a great experience. And uh, so, yeah, I'm, I'm excited to have this conversation because I know uh, that uh, the the basketball championship is the culmination of many things, uh, both I'm sure personally for for you both of you but also for uh the students that were a part of it the families and the and the school um so maybe let's just kind of jump in um maybe starting kind of at a a higher level so uh Titus I know that um you know as as someone who who is a casual observer uh I'm one I'm glad I wasn't on the team because I would have drug drug everyone down but I do know that uh in observing uh the the team and and how uh things progressed this year that there was a uh as as things went on there was certainly an, an intentionality to kind of how uh I think you and 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 Robbie looked and and worked uh with the team and how things were operated so like at a, at the highest level 
you know, how, how did, how do you look at, uh, the, the team and looking at this past year, really the program overall, how, how does, how does that work? What, how do you look at that? Yeah. Um, I think my, my own coaching philosophy has, uh, developed a lot over the course of this year. And I think part of that has to do with, um, you know, I, I grew up around sports as an athlete and I've, I've coached for a little bit and I've always struggled with trying to understand where the heart of Christ fits into athletics. Mm. Um, I think I, I think I understand that sports builds character and that it can teach us some valuable lessons and that oftentimes it, it, it brings things to the surface that, uh, that we need to deal with. And so I've always understood that sports does that, but, uh, if somebody asked me, well, if, if Jesus played basketball, what, what would that look like? Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> I'd be like, I, I don't know. That's, that's a weird question. Like I, <laughs> like I have a really hard time picturing that. Um, yeah. and, and so I think for really, I mean, a, a couple of years I've, I've struggled with just a coaching identity and what, what is it, what does it look like to lead a, a basketball program that's Christ-centered? Mm. Um, and that kind of came to a head. I w- kind of been able to brush that question aside for a while, but we got pretty good this year. And with winning, um, I think came uh, a strong desire to keep winning and really make the program just about winning. Uh, mm. And I see... And I've seen that happen in a lot of programs where as they as they get good, as they develop and they become really competitive, mm. their identity is wrapped up in winning. Mm. And and that that was happening to me a little bit as a coach early on in the season. I and mean, we, we won our first three, four games. And um, but what I found was the more I focused on winning the game, I think kind of the uglier I got as a coach, mm. I, ha- I had a little bit more uh anger and frustration when my players didn't do well. I'd criticize them. And that kind of came to a head in our fourth game of the season. Uh, and Co- Coach C can tell you, uh, we did not play well in the first half. And I remember um, pulling Robbie aside and just saying, you're going to need to talk to these kids at halftime. I, 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 mm-hmm. I might say something I might regret mm-hmm. here, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, and... Which is how I feel in parenting a lot. I'm just like, yeah. I can just yeah. Yeah. Like, where's Titus? You talk to my yeah. kids. All right? yeah. I just can't. I got nothing. Right? Yeah. And and so we ended up winning the game. But I remember driving home just thinking, man, I don't feel good about myself and the way that I handled myself and just some of the anger and resentment I had just in my heart. Mm-hmm. And it came out a little bit um, towards my players, but I definitely remember just carrying that. I just was, was so frustrated. And I thought, this is this is not the kind of person I want to become. And I remember thinking, maybe I just need to kind of step away from coaching. Mm -hmm. And I had, I'd actually talked to a a good buddy of mine about this whole struggle and he had some great advice. And he, he said, he said, look, there are times when you just need to step away from something, but before you do that, you ask yourself, does God want you to lean into this and do a work in you in the process, you know? And, and so I remember just that night, just asking the Lord, you got to give me, give me a a Christ centered vision for this program. And, and he, he did that overnight. I mean, I, I, Michael, I I can't even really explain Mm. how it happened. Mm. I mean, I just, I woke up the next day and it just like suddenly clicked. Everything became clear that the game of basketball 
if 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 Jesus is king of everything, then then he's he's king and lord of the game of basketball. And there's a way to play the game that um, that points to that reality that mm. Jesus is Lord. And so that's kind of the really really broad mm-hmm. vision. Mm-hmm. And that that became known as the narrow path. This this what is Jesus inviting us into in the way we we play the game and. Um, and so it, it it just is applying his his way and his life and his teachings mm-hmm. to the game of basketball and just yeah bearing witness to that unseen reality that Jesus is king um and that that was a turning point after mm-hmm. that fourth game um things changed so fourth game ends you you go home um and really just have a a, a time talking with the lord about it and uh next day uh, the the genesis of the narrow path uh, begins. So, Robbie, as as Titus shared that with you, how how did that resonate with you, and and how did you see that uh, start to unfold uh, within the team? Yeah, I, th- I think first of all, f- for me as a parent, because I have a player on the team, mm. and I would say this if he wasn't sitting here, but these moments where you're asking about the next day, kind of what happens. I mean, a coach has a moment like that and he has kind of a heart to heart with the Lord and he comes to his players and basically just says like, Hey, I've sinned against you. Like, Hmm. forgive me. And there was a couple moments this season where our guys, including my son, got to see a coach, not just coach them, not just teach them basketball, but to show them what a strong godly man should do when we've, felt like we've wronged somebody. Mm-hmm. These guys don't get a lot of moments like that in life. I mean, I would just say, especially those of our, our guys, and we have some amazing families, but there may be some of these guys that don't have a strong uh, a figure in their life that's showing them that. And so I'll just tell you this, man, I, we, as a as a father, just, you know, to take my coach hat off, to put my father mm-hmm. hat on, Liz and I, we, we just kind of felt like we hit the, the lottery for mm-hmm. our son to be on a team like that. And that was not because we that that was that was pre championship. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, I want my son around a man like that. Now it sure does help that he knows basketball, <laughs> and that's so. Yeah. Fun. And it sure is fun to win. Yeah. Uh, so we love that. But honestly, uh, he's a kid who wants to play basketball for a long time. There is nowhere. There's nowhere. I'd rather have him. Uh, than Covenant, mm-hmm. and there's nobody I'd rather have him playing for. And it was those moments after game four, uh, some of the harder moments of the season, even though we won the game, you know, that I just go, yep, that's the kind of team I want my son. That's the kind of coach mm-hmm. I want my son to be around. Um, so yeah, those were real moments in the course of a season like this. So yeah, and so so Titus, you know, so we've, we've said the narrow path is, is really a, a way to play the game uh in a way that's that's christ-centered so uh you know i and and i want to in a moment kind of start walking through the season and and looking at looking at 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 at, uh maybe some some turning points Mm -hmm. and some specifics that jumped out at you but but before i do i I just kind of want to get maybe a little more sense so so narrow path so what is what what did that look like i mean very practically right because it sounds good and i believe you i believe you sounds great but (laughs) great but very tangibly i mean what did what did that look like how did that change what did that change look like going from game four on absolutely yeah so uh you know i think um often you see kind of two programs in in sports you see that you see the group that just like is focused on good attitudes and having fun and strong character and then on the other side it's 
win at all costs. Right, you know? right. And, and so I, I think this, this Christ-centered approach focuses more on, hey, we, we, are, we are embodying the heart of Christ in all things. And so we look at the life of Jesus. Jesus was, fa- he was faithful in all things. And so we're going to be faithful in every moment out on the court. Uh, so we're going to go after every loose ball. And in practice, we are going to give, we're going to give everything for an hour 15, an hour and a half. Um, we're, we're, we're never going to quit and give up on a game, right? All, all of that is, is wrapped up in faithfulness. But also you look at, you know, Jesus was, was a man who, um, who was resolute and committed to doing the will of his father. And so, uh, you know, we, we want to embody some of that just dedication and commitment to the game of basketball. Uh, Jesus walked in humility. And so we're, we're walking in humility on the court. Jesus was composed. I, I always think about the moment where Jesus is silent before his accusers. He's mm-hmm. mocked, he's spit on, he's beaten. And if there's anybody who could say something, it's Jesus and he's silent. And I, and I tell my players, do you like, that's, a, that's a real man, right? there self-control in moments like that and mm-hmm. i equate it to man there are times on a court when you get a cheap shot from a dude you know just a dirty player who mm-hmm. elbows you in the ribs mm-hmm. and people think manhood is giving them a cheap shot down at the other end of the floor they think that the world says you should fight back mm-hmm. you should step up and defend yourself mm-hmm. and i tell guys actually what's stronger is the meekness of christ in moments mm-hmm. like that what's stronger is self-control you're not a slave to your emotions and you go back down on the other floor and uh and you let your game speak mm. and and so it, it just became that it became looking at the life of christ and saying where where does this apply where where how do we manifest the heart of christ in the way we play mm-hmm. and and our guys did that mm-hmm. this year and and i know that because of the way that other people have um have said things about it i mean i i think I thought I saw it as a coach, but then there are just, man, there's so many stories I could share mm-hmm, with you. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, here's a couple, a couple that I think are, are fantastic. So in our loss to Covenant Prep, um, which is our, one of our rivals, uh, we have um, their players on the way home. Uh, they were talking to their coach. Their coach told me the story and they, they said, they said, man, that, that Daniel Archer kid, uh, I just I, we want to be so angry at him because he he you know he hustles all the time and he gets under our skin and all this stuff. Um, but they're like, but we can't because he's the nicest guy out <laughs> on the basketball court, you know? Like like he right. will say, "Great shot" or "Good block." Mm. Like he'll compliment you out on the court, wow. you know? And I just thought that's awesome. Yeah. And mm-hmm. we we got a card in the mail from a fan uh, of the team we beat in the semifinals, just saying. Hey, while we didn't enjoy losing, that's never fun. Mm. Uh, losing to you guys st- took a lot of the sting out of it because of mm. the way your guys, your your sportsmanship, and the way that the way that you guys played with uh, just composure and discipline and character. And so we've just seen little glimpses mm-hmm. of how the way we've played the game has impacted people, mm-hmm. and that's what I'm just most proud of as a coach is the fruit that God is bringing about. That goes beyond winning, right? Yeah, because I was I was going to say, I mean, and I and I I appreciate hearing uh, what what the narrow path looked looked like and sounds like, um, and and how that was lived out, and and I also appreciate you clarifying and, and really putting a point that it it wasn't about the wins because you say, I mean, yeah, there's there's some points that um, 
yeah, there's a game that maybe we didn't win, but the fact is we still are going to be moving. You know, it's not about, well, you know, God's with us and we're just going to win all the mm-hmm. time, right? It, right. It's, you yeah. could, you, you might not be able to, to have the winning shot, but at the end of the day, it's ultimately about serving and, and, and playing it and, and giving it our all in a way that's honoring to Christ. And that, to your point, isn't going to be something that you're going to see in a, a headline, you know, article on, yeah, this, this guy's got, got jabbed and everyone saw it and he didn't reply. Right. You know, you're not going to, going to see that, but, but obviously we're called to a high standard. Yeah, absolutely. And I even, we, we, I was talking with some of my players at lunch today and just talk, I asked him, it's kind of a trick question. I asked him how, how many outcomes are there in the game of basketball? Uh, mm. And they said two. And I said, actually, I think, I think there's a lot more than two outcomes. I think there are two very visible, tangible outcomes, a win and a loss. That's what most people think about. Mm-hmm. But uh, how your how you respond to a loss is an outcome. How you respond to a win is an outcome. Um, even just those players on the bus talking about how they can't be mad at Daniel Archer because he's so nice, that's an outcome of a game. Mm-hmm. And so getting my players to understand that hey, it's more than just wins and losses. And if we if we follow this narrow path that Christ has carved out for us, there will be fruit and success. It may not always look like a win, but it'll be far better mm-hmm. than a win because because God's hand is in it. Right. Right. Yeah, I think for me, it, it also goes to uh, the way the guys played the game this season came from that heart posture. It wasn't as if we had to say before every game, don't talk back to a ref mm-hmm. and don't do this. I mean, kind of like the behavior mm-hmm. modification mm-hmm. that sometimes I've mm-hmm. tried with my kids. And it's like, no, they're, <laughs> they're hard. I got, and, and that is what, we, and by, and by the way, we just honestly didn't have a moment this season where a guy was in a conversation with a ref, disputing a call, disrespecting a coach. And that wasn't like we've, we've kind of now modified their behavior. Our athletes at covenant are going to be, you know, this is, but it really was birthed out of that. And because of that, we didn't have those moments. And uh, I would just add two quick things. I mean, there was coaches. We beat one team twice this season. One, I think once by 40 and maybe 40 again. He became a dear friend of ours and Mm -hmm. reaches out to Titus all the time and and came to some of the games. And you go, why in the world? I mean, we -hmm. we just destroyed you. Mm -hmm. Uh, Because we did so in a way that didn't try to embarrass them or intimidate them. Uh, these guys did it the right way, and that meant a lot to him, even in a in a tough loss. Those are things that I think our boys will take uh, take with them. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, let's. Why don't we pivot slightly and uh, kind of dive in a little more in talking about uh, about the season and uh, and 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 what that looked like. So, so Titus, uh, you know, I think you said this. Yes, your third third year, uh, you know, in in the coaching space. So. So as uh, as you came into this this season, what what did that look like, and and what are some some key maybe some key items along the way to uh, the state championship that uh, that that still stick with you? Yeah, for sure. Um, so l- going back to the end of last year, first time we made the playoffs, um, and we got blown out by forty in the first round. Uh, and so I wanted to improve upon that, uh, even yeah, if, even yeah. if that meant getting to a playoff game and losing by 20. Sure. You know? yeah. Uh, um, yeah. Progress. Yes, I'll take the progress. Exactly. Yeah. So, you know, I knew that we were going to be competitive. I mean, I, you know, we, we had some guys that, that spent a lot of time in the gym in the off season that really grew and developed as players. And so I knew we had a strong group and I thought we could, 
I think my goal was thinking like second place in the district would would be would be great, and then a a playoff game or two, and um, and so we uh, we only had two non district games and jumped right into district play, and we um, I think our first real test was against Covenant Prep, mm-hmm. um, which was. Uh, I don't know, it's January or something. And I think we were 8-0 or 9-0 at the time. And um, we, we won that game. Um, <laughs> there's a mm-hmm. lot we could talk about mm-hmm. just with that game. But that that was huge. I think that was the moment where I thought, okay, maybe we can win this district. Mm-hmm. Um, and maybe we can you know, make a, a deep run in the playoffs. And, uh, and we ended up winning the district. Um, and then we just set new goals every time. I mean, we won our first two playoff games and then it was like, okay, I think we can go, I think mm-hmm. to the final four here, mm-hmm. you know, and then we won that and it's, I think we can get to the championship, mm-hmm. you know? And so that was part of the fun of the season mm-hmm. is it was just this unexpected run. And, and that that's always the unexpected wins are right. They're fun. You know, right. it was a fun ride. So right. you got anything to add to that? I would only say, I mean, you know, when we, we met, I guess, late summer as school was starting. Again, we knew we'd have a good team. We had some older guys who had experience. We had some younger guys who were going to be able to play. One of the really cool things about Covenant is that freshmen, even if they don't see the court as much as they want to, because we have one team, you got freshmen and seniors on the same team. Mm-hmm. And so the downside of that is they don't get as much time as they want. The upside is they get around guys like Daniel Archer and they get around guys like uh, like Miggins and Whit Grooms, who's a junior, and you get some. First of all, in practice, you're gonna grow. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're going mm-hmm. against some men, and uh, and then secondly, you get to kind of see what uh, how, how to carry yourself. That was true for our young guys this year, and so one of the really special things for me, I guess, because my son's a freshman as well, is that he's on the same team as some dudes that we respect yeah. and that he respects, yeah. and that made it a really special season. Mm. Talk about uh, Titus as you as, as the season progressed, and and of course having the opportunity to uh, coach and 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 mentor uh, the players. Talk about uh, just some of the changes that you saw as you uh, implemented this narrow path approach. So, I mean, I know that you know different different folks, you know, kind of respond differently at different times. But my suspicion is that as the season went on and your coaching style changed and your, your mentality of, you know, this isn't, I'm I'm not doing this for myself. I'm not going to clinch fist. I'm doing this, you know, under, under Christ and for Christ. Yeah. What did, what did that look like? And how do you feel the the players responded? Uh, Man, there's a lot, a lot I could say there. I I think practice was a big difference That, that I, I moved to really developing a just a, a particular liturgy that that uh, was rooted in you know letting them warm up uh, for a few minutes and then we came together. I just a few words on the vision, mm-hmm. a few words on mm-hmm. hey, the call is to be faithful. Well, you know what is Christ calling on your life in this next hour and change? And we would pray, we would just give that practice back to God, and and then we would finish in the same way. Um, and I just think that made a huge difference. I, I think just the spirit moving in that rhythm over and over, and getting that that vision to sink into 
to these guys' hearts yeah. and getting them to buy into it. And then, of course, you see the difference on the floor with their composure, and but also their intensity and their focus. Um, so that, I think that was that was a real it, key. It's funny because I can I can already envision someone saying, "Yeah, yeah," but like. What what was the special uh you know energy drink they were they were taking or, or what's that what's that special like you know move that they had that that they kept practicing and and of course you know there's certainly a lot of elements of of practice and repetition but but you know the the the, the secret sauce is not really uh, that big of a secret right it's if you're really wanting to know it's it's Jesus Christ so uh, happy to you know that yeah. was a motivator and, you know, you obviously know? like you need to have some level of talent yeah. to win a basketball yeah. game yeah. right and yeah. we have some yeah. talent on our team but when you talk about I think making a state championship run or making a deep run there are some intangibles yeah. and there are some things outside of just raw talent um, that uh, propel you um, into mm. that kind of streak that kind of run and for us I, I like i will say this as a fact i don't think we win a state championship if god doesn't grow this vision mm. uh, and bring this team together in this way mm. i just don't think it happens you know some schools have great vision and but they may not have the the athletes it's just it's just they just don't have sure. the team that year some schools have great athletes and are a little vision less um we were fortunate enough to have both fortunate enough to have a coach who had that vision by the way we have an amazing athletic director mm. who supports mm-hmm. and uh, comes alongside these coaches. So we're, we were fortunate, and I give thanks to God for that. We also met with the volleyball team two days ago and just said the same thing to them. They got a bunch of really good athletes, mm. and there's vision for what a season like this could look like. So this is not exclusive to, to basketball. Let me say one quick story because I think people will enjoy this. There's an engineering firm next door to the school. It's kind of tucked back there. And so a lot of these students, you kind of you kind of see back there now. You're like, what is that? What is that place? For whatever reason, these guys were always, it just became kind of a mystery. Like, what, what is that place? What, what, what are they doing back there? <laughs> what, what do these adults do yeah. out, there, you know, out in that big Maybe world, right? In the real world, <laughs> next door to us at Covenant. And so they somehow stumbled upon the idea that if they won a state championship, that we would take them over there and yeah. they would get to tour this engineering firm. Yeah. So we decided the, the week of the state championship, let's just email these guys and see, hey, I know this is random. I know you're just an engineering firm, uh-huh. but you're our neighbor. Yeah. And these guys are just curious. Man, could, would you let them come over and see your, your yeah. place? And, well, uh, they responded, said, yes. They even shot a video that said, hey, go win this thing yeah. and come see us. Wow. So last week we got to go over and they they threw a pizza party for oh, these guys. Oh, man, that's great. Awesome. And they talked about a lot of engineering. We're like, yeah. hey, maybe we got some future yeah. engineers yeah. on the team. So yeah. hopefully it was it was. Uh, that's really good. Yeah, That's really good. So uh, in, in wrapping up here, Titus, um, again, congratulations. I know that is, it, uh, there, there's, there's no I in team, for, fortunately. So I know that there are a lot of, a lot of folks that uh, came and rallied and, and supported and prayed for uh, this, the team this year. Uh, for those that may be uh, in the covenant community, kind of maybe on the fence on, you know, is this something I, I want to be a part of? Or maybe there's someone listening who, uh, isn't familiar with with covenant but um but but might might have an interest what are what are some of those things that you'd want to leave them with as uh, as we kind of close our time in terms of of uh, uh items that they can be thinking about or uh, or items that you would want to share with with uh with folks yeah i think um just speaking about athletics i, I think there are some families parents that have just 
kind of grown tired of just like the win at all costs culture of, of athletics or just athletics is like truly athletics is an idol and for many people. And I, and I think um, either, <laughs> either you are a worshiper of that idol or you're like, I don't want anything to do with that, you know? And I think what's been so special about um, this season, I think what, what, what God has done in me with, with this narrow path vision is just, to be able to to tell people that there is a way mm -hmm. to play the game, to participate in athletics, um, that not only bears witness to Jesus as Lord, but a, a way in which God will actually draw your heart to Him through athletics. Like that is possible, mm. and, and I don't know. To be honest, I don't know if I believed that in even in just years past, you know. And so I just have a renewed passion and zeal to communicate this, to to embody this um, in the way that I coach and and, and disciple these players. That um, all of life is worship, and, and athletics can be a part of that true honoring and worshiping of of our Lord. Mm. Uh, so. Mm. And so I know that uh, if I'm not mistaken, it looks like uh, later uh, in the near future, we're going to be having an opportunity for uh, some athletic camps that we're utilizing the the narrow path approach yeah. approach for. Can you talk about that a little bit? Yeah, super excited about that. Um, we're going to have a basketball camp uh, last week of June, first week of July, June 29th to July or June 28th to July 1st. It'll just be up the road at St. John's. Mm -hmm. And um, just excited to bring more of this vision to some of the younger mm. kids and get them thinking about this, both within the covenant community, but also potential families outside the covenant community. So super excited about that. Excellent. Mm -hmm. All right. Well, been speaking with Titus Simonowski, uh, head coach of the uh, Covenant Academy boys basketball team and uh, – Assistant coach, assistant to the regional coach, <laughs> uh, what, what, Rob, uh, whatever coach, you know, uh, hum humble, humble uh, servant in any capacity, Robbie C. Hey, let me say this real quick. Yeah. Let me, can I just get yeah. the last yeah. word? Yeah, you know, sure. Since, last word. You just, I, I wanted to give the head coach a last, but go, go right ahead. Last Feel free. First, Feel since free. I, since I just got that Feel title. Feel free. Sure. Know. Yeah. Uh, I will say this. There are, are Christian classical schools that have done away with athletics because they just haven't seen it bear fruit in the lives of their students. There are Christian schools that have swung the mm. pendulum and you're like, you're a Christian school? Yeah. Uh, okay, mm -hmm. yeah, you're a Christian yeah. school. Right. Yeah. Uh, uh, we're not either of those. And, you know, I, I speak as a father of, of girls who are going to play volleyball of all ages. I, I am more excited about what God's doing at our school at large and then also in our athletic program, uh, mainly for what you've heard. Are we going to win state championships every year? Man, that'd be fun. But I can promise you this, my daughters and my son are going to grow not only in, in physically in, in athletics, but spiritually. And I'm pumped for that. Mm. So, Well, here, here. I, I echo that. That's great. All right. Well, Titus, Robbie, really appreciate uh, your uh, participation, diligence, and just all-in attitude on the narrow path, uh, helping Covenant achieve uh, their state a state championship with the 1A boys basketball team. So, Robbie, Titus, thanks for your conversation. Awesome. Thanks, Michael. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Patriot Podcast. If you have any questions or comments about anything discussed, feel free to contact us on our website at covenantcypress.org.